Well, some more Tina Turner going out to our man, Zach. Tina's popular today. Well, I just find it ironic that well, Miss Lisa requests Tina Turner well, and Zach requests Tina Turner. Miss Anna Mae Bullock grew up just right across the river from, from uh, Osceola there, over in Covington, Tennessee. There you go. Hey, hey, it's the way it later, works. Later on, change your name to Tina Turner. It's a Yes Doll Grill Women Rock Wednesday. It's how it works. Yes Doll Grill. And uh, doors are open. Doors are open. Yes. Call. Get your reservations. It's probably the easiest way uh, with limited seating going on right now due to the COVID-19. That number, 870-938-0025-226 South Main Street, right in the heart of historic downtown Jonesboro. That is Yes Doll Grill, locally owned and Operated. Love, laughter, and friends always welcome here. That's Yes Doll Grill. Back in action, hotline 870-330-0927. MC Express text line 870-372-RWRC. That's 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed rhino car wash, social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this Yes Doll Grill Women Rock Wednesday. Today's Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day. Is COVID-19 the beginning of the end of the NCAA? Right now, 53% of the votes say yep. 47% saying no. Got us a tight race there. A little, little battle there in our hot topic of the day. And uh, as promised, we're going to get ready to head to the Back in Action Hotline now. And welcome to the show, the head coach of A-State Women's Basketball, Coach Matt Daniel. What's up, Coach? What's going on, fellas? Y'all doing all right? Man, we uh, we can't complain. And, and as you know, it does no good, no way. But uh, I got to ask you, how is this, quor- this quarantining and this uh, this social distancing and and all of that. How's that treating you uh, as a, as a dude who I know likes to go one hundred and ten percent day in day out? It's uh it's been a challenge for sure. Um, you know, I, with my wife was was volunteering in the emergency hub. Her clinic was the emergency hub for Northeast Arkansas and uh, for all the dental work. So I had the girls with me most of the time. Um, so that was a challenge as well as trying to work and and uh, play daddy daycare, which is not a role that I'm, I'm used to um, prominently, although I did enjoy it while I was retired, spending time with them. So uh, that's been a challenge, but we kind of got in a groove, and, and now the dental clinic's back open, and uh, it's kind of business back as usual for her, for her and uh, I'm settling into a routine as well. Coach, uh, you know, being on the coaching side of things, but you were a player also too, just kind of put yourself – as a player going through this, I mean, you know, it's like, what could you possibly be doing except studying? Uh, I mean, you'd have to try to find a court or somewhere to shoot, shoot a basketball. You'd have to do something, right? And it was outside. It had to be outside. And, and like, for, I'll give you an example. The city of Jonesboro, they have – there's not one outdoor – full court regulation size basketball court which which i hate that for the city i you know hopefully at some point i can help change that um but you know all the gyms are closed you know you you can't get in the arena you can't get in in all these other places so uh you kind of go a little bit stir crazy academics you get frustrated because you're waiting on responses from from professors and you can't ask questions in class like you normally would and so there's just a whole lot of uh adjusting adapting and overcoming best you can uh to try and make it work as best you can you try and study film as much as you can but 
you're limited what you can do with with car hours and what technology allows you to do it in different kids homes and uh you know i think it's affecting recruiting tremendously i think it's going to affect the next two classes not just the the seniors to be but also the sophomores to be to be juniors um and it, it's just an interesting time for sure well, Coach, and I was going to ask you about that, and we'll, we'll get to that on the recruiting side here momentarily. But I do want to ask you, uh, COVID-19, Let's uh, two-part question. COVID-19 has taught you blank as a coach. COVID-19 has taught you blank as a man. Um, I would say that it's taught me uh, thankfulness as a coach and as a man and patience as both. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not typically patient by nature. Like that's not just, you know, like you mentioned, I, I'm, I'm full <laughs> steam ahead in some direction all the time. Uh, but, you know, and I think if, if you take it beyond guys, if you take it beyond COVID-19, but you, you put the tornado that we had in here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just think that there was a higher plan of, of you know, I, I'm a Christian and I believe that God says, Hey, you guys, let me let me show you what I can do, and then let me show you what I can do with this tornado. You know, if you look down Red Wolf, there's grocery stores all in the, the path that the tornado took and hit the mall that would typically be full of people, and it didn't touch one grocery store. It didn't touch anything that ha- would, that could have had a lot of people in it, and I just think that, that it's just taught us to appreciate the things we have and be thankful for the things that we have and to be patient, slow down, enjoy things better uh, more than we typically would and appreciate what we do have. No, that's a, that's a, that's it's greatly put there, Coach. Well, I want to I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about what year one at Arkansas State uh, taught you, what you learned from it, what you pulled away from it, and then maybe what was a number one goal coming out of year one. Yeah. So the the number one goal, I'm gonna kind of back into it. Um, I'm gonna go into it backwards the way you asked the question. The number one goal, anytime. Uh, you take over a job, which this is my third time to do it, is you just want to survive. You you just want to survive and evaluate. And then you want to try and start to establish culture. And I think we were able to survive it, obviously. We were picked uh, 10th and tied for 6th or 7th in the league, something like that. I can't remember. You know, we tied, so I can't remember what our, our seed was 7, but we may have tied for 6th or something. I can't remember what that is. So we, we finished better than we picked. we were picked. Uh, academically, we were better. Culturally, uh, behaviorally, I think that, that the kids felt like they were more accountable uh, for their actions. Um, and then, you know, you, you just you want to survive it and feel like you, you play better basketball at the end of the year, which I think we most certainly did as we got better. And then uh, I think you established the culture through the kids that you have and through your recruiting, and I think we've done both of those things. Well, and uh, so, you know, year one – Obviously, as you mentioned, you want to survive. You want to develop relationships, things like that. Talk about that part. You know, anytime you take over a program, you're coming into a program, uh, you know, you've got to establish trust. You've got to establish a relationship uh, with your student athletes. Talk about that process. And then also talk about your staff and and, and how that played a role as well. Yeah, so I, I, I worked harder at relationships this year more than basketball. I mean, you spend more time on that than you do basketball, quite honestly. Uh, everybody thinks you just show up to practice and you coach practice and you coach games. It, it has such little to do with that. And, and you know, that that's your time away. That's your escape. Um, but I spent more time with that this year. Like, for I'll give you an example. 
every student athlete on our roster, their academic coach, they have three academic advisors. They have their campus academic advisor. They have their athletic department academic advisor, and they have a coach that they, they um, also report to on staff. Well, every kid uh, reports to me. Like I, we, we started dividing them up and we wanted to work on, on relationships with them. So I took every kid academically. Um, so I knew when every test was every quiz, if it was a zero out of one, uh, quiz that they made, I knew it. And, and, uh, I think we benefited from it academically and I think we benefited from it uh, relationally. And I think, uh, you know, you can build trust that way. Um, and so our staff was huge in that. It also freed up our staff to be able to recruit. Um, we made a, a uh, change um, early August, late July last year. So we went into the season with two assistants. Um, and then Karonica Randall just, just got a, a head coach, or Karonica Williams now because she just got married. She's like a sister to me that we brought in. She just became the head coach at Forest City, her old high school, where she's in the Hall of Fame. And she's going to have a baby any day now. And so I'm excited for her. So our, our coaching tree is continuing to grow. And then Immediately, it was a no-brainer. I just promoted uh, Destiny Rogers to associate head coach. She's the first player I ever recruited and, and signed and, and uh, committed to me, and she's still committed to me. And still, she was helping me recruit then, and she's helping me recruit now. Coach, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago they had the NFL draft, and I know, like today, they were talking to, to some NFL coaches uh, about you know you got the, you got these you know rookies that. You want them in camp, but you can't get them in camp. So everybody's doing the Zoom thing. Everybody's Zooming. So how much Zooming, or if you've been doing any Zooming with the, the, the new kids coming in and the existing players so far? Uh, we are we're Zooming uh, at least once a week, and then I FaceTime our kids, each, each player, uh, three times a week just to make sure they're good and they don't need anything. Um, but... Um, you know, you're, you're trying to make sure that they're settled and you're waiting on the word go of when they can come back to campus, uh, what that looks like, and you're just giving them as much information as you have, which I'm really transparent as a coach, probably too transparent because I want them in the know. I want to treat them like grownups until they act like they're not, and, and they all do at some point because kids make mistakes. But, you know, I want to treat them like the, you know, 22-year-olds that they're going to become. We do the same thing at home with Steel and Brett. Steel and Brett are five and seven, and, you know, we talk to them like they're grown, basically. Uh, so, you know, I, I let the family in on Zooms. We also uh, um, Zoom with recruits. You know, uh, for example, if it was Joel Cox, Joel Cox Zooms to Arkansas State. We do a virtual tour that way. And um, so we're using it, you know, to, to about its fullest capability uh, and, and not trying to overwhelm them as, uh, at the same time. We're joined by uh, A-State women's basketball head coach, Coach Matt Daniel, on the Back in Action Hotline. Coach, uh, let's talk about these uh, these new additions. Uh, five by my count, and uh, I want to talk about the new additions, but I also want to talk about those that uh, you're going to rely on as well that maybe we're sitting on the bench this year that uh, people aren't really that familiar with that are also going to be a part of the program uh, this year as far as contributing goes. So let's let's talk about uh, those those individuals. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. We had two sitting out. Uh, Jada Stinson's a transfer from um, Memphis. I recruited Jada when I was at Marshall. She used to live in Kentucky, and then her family moved to Memphis, and she chose to go to Memphis. Um, and I think she's ready to rock. She's foaming at the mouth to, to get uh, back at it. Um, 
and then Talia Rodan was at UAB. She's from right outside of Chicago. Uh, they won a championship at UAB. But she just wanted more opportunity, and I think she'll get that here. Those two are gym rats. Like, I'll give you an example of we actually, during their sit-out year, we had to back them off because of overusage um, of their shoulders from shooting. We, we had to really watch that, but that, that just goes to show to, to how committed to it they are. Um, and so – uh, I'm really excited about them. And then you've got uh, the kids that we've signed um, early, uh, Halani Cantone and Vic Dames, two guards. Um, one, Vic's out of Georgia and Halani's out of Florida. Uh, they'll be freshmen. And then we signed Jordan Brown, a uh, uh, junior college player out of uh, Fresno, California. We signed Zaina Cham, Zainabu Cham from Senegal. We'll get her for three years, and, and Big 12 schools wanted her to go back to junior college for another year because she's 6'6 and athletic. Um, and then we just signed Carolina Zvidlowska from Poland. She was at Seward Community College, and she was offered by uh, some Pac-10 and um, uh, Big 12 schools early and then was going to get some other looks probably at the junior college national tournament had happened but we're fortunate to be able to get uh, all of them. And I'm really excited about all of them and bringing their, you know, their additions to our roster. Coach, I'll say this, you know, I'm not going to forecast the future or talk about wins and losses or points per game or anything, but I would say that just this class alone is, is the all Scrabble team uh, because they're going to score about 392 points per name uh, because you, this is the yeah. all name team, no doubt. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I, I uh, so Joel, you, you'll remember this. I, I took French in high school, yep. and Miss um, Williams was my French teacher. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and it actually paid off because Zainabu, who's six six now, and getting recruited by a lot of different schools, I was able to speak a little bit of French to her. So I'm I'm thankful that Miss Williams taught me a little bit of French in high school that I could still remember, and uh, she 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 could relate to that. And then um, she what a great kid she is, and then. Carolina, she speaks obviously her native language, but she speaks very good English as well. They both speak great English. Um, and then Jordan, just I, she doesn't surf. She's only tried to surf two or three times, but she's like a surfer chick, man. I mean, she's just, <laughs> just like she's she's uh she's she reminds me of uh, the quarterback that was Sunshine on Remember the Titans. That's who she reminds me of. Uh, so I may call her Sunshine. And then the the joy that the freshmen are, Vic and Halani, that they just you know, we knew we were going to struggle this year, and they, they were in because they see where we're headed and uh, just the commitment these guys have. I'm just so excited, and, and uh, I, I will tell you this. If we're going to be an all-scrabble team, I'll take this group on my, on my uh, roster for sure because of the different languages that they speak. Coach, you get a couple of questions here on the text line. Uh, someone asked, uh, with all this going on, you know, we always talk about on this show uh, student-athletes at Arkansas State. From the time you wake up till the time you go to bed, your whole day's planned from what you eat, from your 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 workouts and everything. And basically, what they're asking is is how are y'all staying on top of of them working out, lifting weights, doing other things, and plus their their nutrition. Well, we can't. I mean, it's all we we can't. I can't have them report back to me what they're doing. We give them voluntary workout options. Uh, most of them are home right now, and they don't have access to weights or. Some of them don't have goals outside, and so we, 
we also can't make it mandatory. So you're just doing the best you can. You know, the rest of the country's like that too. I do think we have some kids that are really excited about our future. And so I think they're doing some things, but it's not the same. You know, it's just like I was talking to dad this morning and he really liked somebody tweeted out, yes, those cones that you're dribbling around are fine at home, but they're not human. And, uh, you know, you just do the best you can with where you're at. Um, but we, the, the NCAA has mandated that we cannot um, engage them in mandatory workouts. It's, it's all voluntary, and they cannot report back. Coach Matt Daniel on the Back in Action uh, hotline here. Well, Coach, uh, last thing for you, uh, and I'll let you get back to uh, self-distancing and social distancing and all that good stuff and watching film and everything that you're going to be doing because I know you stay busy regardless. But uh, I guess if you can envision – a, a perfect scenario for uh, this upcoming fall and this upcoming season. Uh, what is that scenario? I, I mean, I know more than anything, you're just ready to get back with your staff and get back uh, with your student athletes. But if you can envision a, a perfect scenario uh, coming up, uh, what would that be? I, you know, I, I mean, I, the same way that I believe that this was, you know, the higher power had an, an uh, uh, a hand in this, I, I wish he would say, okay, you guys have learned enough and take it away and we get back to business as usual. But, you know, I, I would like to, um, I, I want our kids to come back just hungry um, uh, and appreciative of, of the opportunity that they have. Um, and I think that that's going to happen across, across uh, humanity. I don't think that that's just, the, you know, the kids. I think everybody's like, wow, you know, this job that I wasn't sure that I was fired up about, I sure am glad to have it. You know, and it gives me a place to go every day and something to do with the purpose. Um, you know, I, I'm we're going to open up the season at Missouri, um, and then we come home, and I think we – I can't remember who we open up at home uh, with, but I would love to see a lower bowl full of season ticket holders. I think we're going to play better basketball this year. I don't know – you know, I'm not one to promise wins or losses, but I think we'll play better basketball, and, and hopefully that equates to better wins. But – I just want an environment that we can be proud of, man, that the kids can be proud of, that the community can be proud of uh, at every facet. But I just want to be able to do my part with um, uh, being a small ingredient of the big pie that is Arkansas State. Well, Coach, it's always a pleasure, my friend. And, uh, you know, take care of the fam, most importantly. Uh, that's more important than anything. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll chat soon. And hopefully we can chat soon about, I don't know, some practices, some off-season workouts, I don't know, maybe a game. I don't know. Something something sports-related would be nice to chat about, and uh, maybe we can do that soon. No kidding, man. But, I, hey, listen, I'm also going to have to call you for advice because, you, you know, you're buying daughters' cars and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. I need to save my ducks. I got two of them coming up. So uh, you guys take care and, and have a great rest of the week. <laughs> See you, my friend. Thanks, Coach. Stay safe. Yeah, You know, and I'll tell you this, you know, uh Coach, uh, he, he talked about, you know, he and I both graduated from Jonesboro in 94. But, um, you know, he, he, unlike me, he paid attention in French. Yeah. Miss Williams, I was I was one of her favorite students <laughs> to yell at. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I took two years of French. Well, Two years, I, by the way. Well, I, two years. I'm kind of similar to you because I took Spanish, oh, man. you know, two years. And I kept thinking, she was awesome, though. I kept thinking, like, what? You know, what? How's this going to help me? Oh, but years later, when I was a highly trained in-flight safety specialist, it did pay off. I, I'm, you know, I am legitimately mad at myself. Right. You know, for not 
absorbing and paying attention to it more. I can understand a little bit. Like, yeah. I can kind of grasp what's being said, but not very well. And, and so I'm mad at myself for two years. Two years I sat in that classroom. Yeah. And uh, I should have came away with more. And see, as you can see, it, it shows you, you know, Matt, good student. Me, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, but I will I will say this. And uh, senior day uh, there at Arkansas State, uh, we said goodbye to four seniors that day. Yeah. And that you were out of town. You, I was. You, I was volleyball dad. You had a J.O. And so uh, I spent, you know, part of the time at the baseball game and then went to, to the basketball game. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me. Little did we know. Unbeknownst to me. Because if you said that day, it's like, what? Well, you better enjoy these games. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's the same thing for me, you know, where we were out of town for volleyball. Um, I think, if I remember right, that's when we were in Nashville or Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because that turned out to be my daughter's last tournament. Yeah. You know, still had two left. Turned out to be it. Yeah. That was it. There was no more. And so, uh, yeah, that, they went out on a winning it, note, that, though. That is right, because I remember when you came back, uh, because a week, that was about a week uh, after the tornado yes, hit correct. Nashville and, correct. and Mount Juliet. Yeah, we were there after the fact. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and then little did I realize look, yeah. what we would be coming home to, yeah. you know, not long after. Right. You know, uh, with the, the tornado that hit Jonesboro. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, you know, and what's crazy is that feels like forever ago. I know. You know, and that's something that this – Strange times that, that we're in, you know, it, it's, uh, it does give you a lot of time to reflect. Well, it really I, does. But I will say this about the, 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 the ladies there, uh, towards the end of the season, like I said, you know, they were picked 10th. And, and like I said, I think he's right. They, they tied for the six. You know, I mean, at one time they were like, what, in second place? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and they lost a couple close games there. Well, and, but, and one of the things, and, and coach will know this, I mean, he, he knows this, it's, it's well known. Um, but when you when you look at what they did at home yeah. versus what they did away, mm -hmm. and knowing that they were only going to get twelve games at home, right? You know that that's not normal. Well, that's it, not a normal it, it, schedule. And what was it? You know, they, they started in November and, and t mm -hmm. up to the first conference home game. What they had? What was it? Two or three home games, yeah. and they and they were on the road for like ten games or something like that. But but here's what's crazy: they were eight and four at home. Yeah. Eight and four, so eleven wins, eight and four at home. But what the point I was getting to is, towards the end of the season, I mean, they were really playing some good basketball, and a lot of and a lot of those ladies are returning, and so he's got a good nucleus there. Mm -hmm. And then what he, you know, what he's signing and what's coming in, uh, I'm looking forward to this year. I think it's going to be exciting. I, I think that anybody that looked at everything realistically knew. That it was going to be a tough year, right? You you knew that they were going to take some lumps, but at times they really, really played good. As a matter of fact, the one game they put it all together, oh, they beat Coastal Coastal Carol Carolina, yeah, yeah. who uh, uh, was a great game, great atmosphere, fun to be at, right? And they finished uh, number one. Is that right? Number mm -hmm. one in the conference, yeah, yeah. Well, and it was uh, it was fun. And the one thing you can say is they played hard. Oh yeah, they played hard. So yeah, I mean, there's no disputing that. 1129 with this break. We'll come back. Five random facts on this lovely, lovely Wednesday. It's a Yes Doll Grill Women Rock Wednesday. A little more Women Rock for you. Little Lady Antebellum. We'll be back. Spins all the time.